Welcome to Lissy Lane. Where we discuss our daily life and what we're currently loving and hating. I'm Liz Roche. I'm Court Bluford. We're a Dorchester mass-based couple sharing all of our experiences with you. I'm not a big fan of dragging this on, so let's get into it. All right. Hello, it's been a minute since we uh, we took a little holiday hiatus, if you will. Um, last time we talked, we were in Durham, and a lot has happened since then. Yes. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things have happened. Uh-huh. So let's start. Um, we headed up to Maryland um, and spent... Uh, spent there for Christmas, my dad's birthday. Mm-hmm. So we spent, what, a week and a half there? Yeah, 11 days there. Yeah. Um, so it was nice. Uh, thank you. Shout out to Court's parents who let us stay. Yeah, um, appreciate that. Seriously, um, it was nice to have you know other people cook so other than us sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was nice to you know have some holiday spirit um, going on um, and to see some family um, and yeah that uh, and now. Uh, Anything to add about Maryland? No. And then now we are in Gulfport, Texas. Uh, Gulfport, Texas. Florida. <laughs> what are we doing in Texas? We're in Gulfport, when Florida. When did we get to Texas? But there were some things that happened on our trip down here. So on our trip down here, we decided to stay for a night in Charleston. So um, from Maryland to Gulfport, what is it, 14 hours? Yes. Okay. So then we went technically halfway mm-hmm. in Charleston, South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and we decided to stop there because, I mean, I'll be honest, one of my favorite bloggers uh, <laughs> had been posting that she was down there for the month of November, and I was just like, this place seems awesome. I've heard a lot about Charleston, but... Mind uh, you, I have no information of this. I think she just stumbled upon some place, or you you learned about it somewhere, you traveled here. I don't know. I didn't okay, know you well, got it from. Well, a lot of my wrong. friends have gone down there to... For like bachelorette parties. Okay, see, I didn't understand that either. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say that. And so people are like, oh, it's a great place to go visit. Um, and so, but then I asked a few people, I was like, okay, well, like, is it a place we would want to live? Is it too far south that it's like, you know, race, like a, there's still some race problems down there. Um, and then we were also, I was just like, I don't know if people actually live there, if people just vacation, like I don't know right. what the weather is. There's a lot of unknowns yeah. about it to me. So that's why we felt like we would stop. Um, and it was like a, a cloudy day. And so we got to the hotel and then decided. And from the outside of the hotel, it looks like, oh, God, here we go. Uh-huh. Okay, was... I don't have the best track record with picking hotels or Airbnbs. No, 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 no. You've been pretty fun. Yo, mm-hmm. again, you can't get 100% on picking things like that because so many photos are misleading. But this one in the outside, we were like, is that even operation? Yeah. Operational? Is that operating at all? Is it uh- open? And I was like, I swear to God, I did my homework on this. <laughs> but when you get inside, gorgeous. Yeah, it was a great hotel in Maryland, Absolutely. North Charleston. It was amazing. It was amazing. Yeah. And so it was just what we needed. Um, and so the hotel was so nice. We were like, oh, got to drag our asses out and go to the beach just to like see Charleston a little yeah, bit. See what's going on from whatever beaches were around to... To some other things, because where we were at, it wasn't like, it wasn't downtown. Mm-hmm. It was like on the outskirts. What, you just yeah. say north? North. The north part yeah, of it? Yeah, North okay. Charleston. So it was going downtown caught me off guard when we drove to where we were headed to, what was the name of the uh, island? Sullivan's Island. So driving there, 
to downtown Charleston. You had really low expectations for what this was going to be like. Because I associated it thinking it was going to be like a Martha's Vineyard kind of thing. Mm. Where during the off season, it wasn't going to be much. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't going to be that active. It wasn't going to be as modern. It would be some people trying to hold on to the past, which is my largest kind of like with. Ocean City or Ocean City the same way. Yeah, yeah where they they kind of keep it the same and they're not really innovating much because people are just showing up anyway. Or when we saw Virginia Beach be completely empty. Yes. Yeah. That too. And so we kind of were like, oh, whatever. And at this point in time. I- Court and I were trying to decide where to spend the month of February. Right. We had bounced around being like, oh, we could go to New Orleans, we could go to Arizona, but we didn't want to go that far west. Yeah, because we got to come back in March for the honeymoon. Yeah. And so we, yeah, so anyways, we had very low expectations and we got there and holy crap, we loved Charleston. Mind-blowing. We just love at first sight, both of us just like, okay, we're on the same wavelength here. Like, this is sick. Yeah, because it, it was modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it wasn't again. It was just newer thing. And not even that it was modern. It just wasn't clean and like. Yeah, it was clean. I'm I'm trying to think of the way to describe it because that's that's my largest problem with the island of Martha's Vineyard. Mm-hmm. It's like it could be amazing, but it's people of a certain generation holding on to how things were. Mm-hmm. And it's like no, just move forward. You don't have to go all tech all access new and inventive Mm -hmm. but just keep up with what's going on just keep up be more active that's how that's how it was at charleston Mm -hmm. that's how it was there was they had stores and shops and some other things uh but they still had some old mom and pop places yeah that were that looked like they were doing better than the mm-hmm. the more modern places or the the fast so much food of places, the south the chains. is chains you know that's just what you get and expect when you come to the south is just chain restaurants everywhere to me that's what yeah. and this was not like that at all no no and they had them there and it had character we love places that have yeah. character and now once you get on the Sullivan's island <laughs> that was unbelievable and it, mind you this was a gray cloudy Day, yes. And yet we still were blown away by how beautiful it was. Yeah. Like the houses were great. The the whole vibe. People in, in the golf carts, the, the people driving still regular cars, mm-hmm. people walking around. It was a great vibe. Yeah. Great so vibe. So immediately upon arriving back to the hotel, I tried to look at some Airbnbs, but then I passed out because I was exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, She's exhausted from being in the passenger seat of a seven and a half hour ride. You know, it can get it. It's energy draining as you have to look out the window, you know, and kick oh your feet up in the God. dash and put your toes on the glass. Oh my you know? God! So exhausting. <laughs> so I passed out, and then in the morning I woke up and I was like, "Let's do it! Like, let's come back to Charleston in February." Yeah. And immediately at seven in the morning, we booked our Airbnb for February. The one challenge for February is that uh, the place that we chose is a spot, two bedrooms, gorgeous, but there's no TV. Right. So we're looking forward to that challenge of, uh, you know, embracing, you know, each other's company. place is super nice, though. Yeah, it's super nice. Super nice. And we don't really watch TV that much anyway. No. We watch it maybe twice a week on the weekend, and that's when we have Mm -hmm. the Chromecast. And we don't have the Chromecast because I left it Mm -hmm. at my parents'. And so we don't, we're not really watching TV like that anyways. And it's like, it just encourages us to go out and explore. Yeah. I think there's, instead of having the excuse, let's just chill and watch TV, it's like, 
no, let's go explore. And mm-hmm. we're pretty good about exploring, especially in warmer weather. Yeah. Um, in Durham, it was cold, so I, I didn't feel as much pull to explore. Um, and I'm excited for, for Charleston for us yeah, to see which cool. neighborhood we like. Because it's pretty cool. It's definitely a place we could potentially see ourselves moving. Yeah. Um, and if you've been there, mm-hmm. if you've been there for vacation or what have it, let us know, man. Messages, yeah. send us. If you haven't been there, because I got some family that they haven't been there. Just they just heard things. They just heard things and they're sending different listings and stuff. Please, save your time. Yeah. Like, I'm good. I want to hear from people that have been there. Yeah. And I'm going to be a lot more strict about that in 2021. 2020, I was kind of passive letting some people know. But I'm going to make sure I'm very strict about that in 2021, which is like... Don't give me advice unless you've been through it yourself. Either you've done it or you've been there. I want to hear from you. If you haven't, save your energy. I'm going to just start hanging up the phone or we'll just block it and you'll only be allowed to text me. So I think that's... Not even think. That's where I'm at this year. Yeah. You're tired of advice that's baseless. Yeah, man. It's just theories at that point. Yeah. So um, then we got in the car and, you know, it was, I think, 62 degrees when we left and watched the temperature creep up to creep up 87 degrees. (laughs) Creep up. It was just like one minute it was 80. The next it was 87. Yeah. Then it went back down to 82. Then it jumped back up to 87. It was wild. So we made it to Florida. And first of all, Court and I had really low expectations about Florida. We both think of it as like kind of trashy um that's your opinion okay i think say yours don't talk to me in that aspect you know it's tons of old people overrun with the same way um california is overrun with just like pavement everywhere um and just you know not a place where i would want to live like it's a place to visit but not a place where i would want to live yeah for me it was more so uh a lot of senior areas strip malls everywhere mm-hmm. and then uh, me ignorance alligators and crocs or whatever the case is just everywhere is what i've what i assume <laughs> yeah i don't know and so we when we're Not in the car court's like so is this the place you would ever consider living in florida and i was like absolutely not i just see it as a place we would ever want to visit and then we got to talking about how i figured out where I wanted to stay in Florida and I was like okay well I want to go somewhere that is near a really nice beach so we picked this place near St. Pete's Beach um, which is also driving distance to Tampa and Clearwater and um, I found I couldn't find anything right in St. Pete's so I was like okay well there's this little tiny town called Gulfport um, right outside of St. Pete's and I unfortunately was like, and I was like Okay, like I'm taking a chance because I don't know anything about this town, but right. the spot, the Airbnb itself looks gorgeous. It's in our price range. It's directly across from the water. Like while we're recording this, we're looking out the window at the water right now. Yeah. The only thing separating us is the driveway, the grass in the park, yeah. and the sand. It's unbelievable. So that's, I, that's what I saw in the listing, and I was like, let's take a chance. So we're in the car, and I'm like, okay, Court. Listen, um, if this is below our expectations, like I literally say to him. After we got all the way here, we're at the edge of Gulfport. We're on the outer banks of it. So like right when you get off the exit (laughs) of the highway, she gives this spiel. And of course, it looks like, I'm trying to think of what it would, it looks like uh, uh, 
Bridgewater in Mass. Like I don't, I don't even know what the name of Bridge something. But I remember the town. It was. It's in Massachusetts. It doesn't look. It's like industrial. Uh huh. But it doesn't look like it's active. It doesn't look like people live there. It's kind of hood. It looks hood. So, that's exactly what happened. Is I I have I'm nervous about what Gulfport is going to be like because so she we, saw the hood. And so we get and I see on the GPS. This is like seven minutes from destination, and we're in the <laughs> hood. And I'm just like, like just shut down businesses everywhere. Yeah. You know. Yeah. People walking about, waiting at bus stops, and I'm just like, so anyways, Court, um, you know, even if just inside of our Airbnb is nice, that's okay. We can drive to other right. towns. Right, she gives a spiel, like, and I'm, it's I'm okay. like, what? okay, and then we get here. But just to give a full picture, you're looking at liquor stores, churches, chicken, like a bunch of chicken spots. You're looking at dudes hanging outside, black dudes hanging outside, just guys in general, and beaters, like... Kids riding bikes in the middle of the street, doing foolishness. Things that I see from Boston to Dorchester to Washington to D.C. to certain parts of Maryland, up and down the coast of Jersey, New York, like places I've and been Court, that are hood. And see, Court sees that as like, okay. And he says to me, as we turn down our street, like, we're both going to just have to be really aware of our surroundings. Yeah, yo, you just got to be alert at that point. Like, it doesn't mean anything but be alert. So then we pull into our spot and we come to our spot and we're like, oh my God, this Airbnb is sick. The location. But you're skipping over the whole drive portion. Okay, go ahead. We go through through the hood part. You make a left onto a main street. Now, for anyone that's been to Cape Cod, it's similar in that sense. Like in Cape Cod, it doesn't look like there's much. But then when you get to the shore area, it brightens up. Mm -hmm. It's a completely different environment. Mm -hmm. And that's what it was here. It was like hood and then you make... A left onto the the second main street, mm-hmm. and it just opens up. Large mm-hmm. houses, all of its like sandy driveways. The houses are much more different. The shops are different. The you you can see the eclectic nature of different things. Gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. And then we pull up to the driveway. And exactly, we pull up to the driveway, and we unload ourselves. The Airbnb itself is amazing, absolutely gorgeous yeah. inside. And we see we have all this outdoor space. We have a grill. We have a fire pit. We have a little place to eat dinner right outside our door. Right. We And so we're like, okay, at least our Airbnb is sick. And then we are like, okay, well, let's go for a walk. I said, I think I heard there might be like a restaurant in walking distance, but I'm not sure. Yeah, one. 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 <laughs> so we turn at the corner. We're like, oh, there's a restaurant right there. And then we... 90 t- steps. Yep, and then we turn, and then it's a whole strip yes. of restaurants and and shops right there. And then there's this whole gorgeous, like, pier and area where you can work out and a park. And it's just, all of it's right here. Um, and it's, but the thing about it is, is normally when you get that, it's so crowded. Right, so it would be like a tourist thing. And for anyone that wants to see it. Uh, look up Golf Court, uh, Golfport Casino, or look up Omadis, uh, which I used to think was Owadis, but uh, <laughs> yeah, Omadis. so Omadis. So, anyways, we're just like in awe of this area, and we look around and we're like, oh my gosh, this there's no tourists here. There's none. Everyone here 
is they, from here. They live here. They this live is here their in this neighborhood. area. Yes. This is their low-key neighborhood. This is we somehow stumbled upon the cutest little town that is not a tourist destination. And it's uh, like what ten minutes away is the tourist destination. Yep, ten Saint minutes Pete's, across. Yeah, Saint Petersburg Beach. Saint Pete's there. Yep. And it's just like this adorable community. And so Court and I are like thrilled. So we've been walking like four times a day. Yep. Like just I spend all my time like reading books outside in our outdoor space, go walking across the street to sit on a bench. I mean, we read. even have this sunroom to sit in. Mm-hmm. So it's like raining right now. It's drizzling, but we still went for a walk because it was still felt great. It was warm. Mm-hmm. And then we have this sunroom with where we just put up all the blinds, open up everything and the lights in here. We just have the fan running a little bit. Yeah, so we are thrilled to be in Gulfport. It's fun to go out and explore other areas, but we really could be just as happy just staying here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, so anyways, so... Because we spent New Year's here. Yeah, so there was directly across the street from us at the pier, there was a, a fireworks show. And I'm telling you, there was like probably less than 50 people watching this yeah. fireworks show. Yeah, easily less than 50. And we could have sat here and watched it. Mm-hmm. We were standing probably 20 feet from the people that were coordinating it that were that had the computers that were firing it off and we were right underneath the fireworks yeah i've never been so close to something like that in my life it was a great new year's eve i'm so glad you both of our favorite holidays new year's day and so uh, we just were so happy to be here for it um so yeah we're thrilled to be in Gulfport, but we're also really looking forward to our time in Charleston next yeah, month. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this has been it's been a great adventure in in terms of going up and down the coast. Mm-hmm. But to see this like this type of lifestyle here, and then the one that we saw in South Carolina, I mean, it motivates me to make more sales to figure out figure out that portion and just make it more of a long term thing. Mm-hmm. Because this is this is wild that we don't. I mean, we had our winter clothes. We were just in D.C. and we had to wear two and three layers. Mm-hmm. And now we don't. Like we wear we long sleeves to kind of protect our skin from the sun. But other than that, mm-hmm. like that stuff's in the closet right now. Yeah, it's yeah. That's definitely. There's times where I'm like, oh, we packed so well, um, and so we both have stuff for that climate and for this climate. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's hard to not try to accumulate more stuff and to just keep a baseline. Um, but yeah, so here I'm excited because we have a space where we can both work out outdoors. Um, so we don't have to pay for a gym or expose ourselves to, you know, germs in that way if we don't want to. Um, and so we have a grill, so it's easier to eat healthy. So I'm just, yeah, living a great life in Gulfport. Yeah, it feels, it's nice, man. It's really nice. I'm enjoying it. I, I go, I work out early morning mm-hmm. uh, and and using the sand or using some of the equipment that they have out there. I, actually, I don't even use the equipment, but I do run on the sand. I do look at the equipment, mm-hmm. but I don't actually use it. And then, I mean, there's a basketball court. I don't really use that either. But the options are there. Mm-hmm. So it's a senior community near us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and there's a rec center here. So obviously they've built out like the open space that they would otherwise have indoors at other recreation places. But here it's outdoors. So it's really cool. Mm-hmm. Really cool. They have a lot of things. 
And it's just like, it's a lot not of crowded. Things. And I think that's what a fear, you know, is yes. of Florida right now. It's like, we can go on a walk and not have to bring a mask because we're not going to encounter anybody. Now, St. Saint, Saint Pete, St. Petersburg. Across the That aisle. is. Yeah, that's the, crowded. The actual tourist location was packed. The yes. hotel parking lots were packed. Yeah. The stores were packed. Everything was packed. When we drove through, they were packed. Yes. But here, which is, again, less than 10 minutes away, mm-hmm. I mean, nothing. It's literally just the people that work, I mean, that live here. Mm-hmm. And then there's people that live on boats out in the water that work at the restaurants here, mm-hmm. and they ride small little boats over in groups to work at the restaurant. And then at night, when it closes, they go back on their boats. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty cool. It's really cool. You can hear the enthusiasm on my husband's voice right now. It is so (laughs) great to see him so happy. Um, So, yeah, I'm trying to think. uh, We're going to jump into uh, things we're loving and hating because we have a... Let's close it out with that. Um, So let's start with hating and we'll end with loving. Um, Things I'm hating. Um, Number one is... I still haven't been able to change my last name. Just really irritated with the government right now. Really would love my stimulus check. Um, Really would love, you know, it seems like the world has opened back up in so many ways and it's really frustrating that the government is so far behind and that um, I ordered a package, I ordered a Fitbit. Um, It took 30 days and it still hasn't arrived. Uh, And... (laughs) And it was popular to defend the USPS at the time, uh-huh. like most of the sheep of people that don't think for themselves and they just said we need to save them. Yeah. The only one I would say save that I've encountered, the only single one, uh-huh. Southboro. Southboro. Other than that, I would, I would close every other one from Boston, Dorchester, yeah. Mattapan, all of those. Any other one, D.C., the District Heights one that's like, holding just, on to yours from December 9th until now. I cannot understand how... Like, USPS, understand that everyone's going to be increasing their holiday shopping. Like, I don't understand why you wouldn't see that coming and hire more employees. Like, but, what? yo, even if they don't hire more employees, like, yo, you should be able to take care of overtime. You should be able to take care of, uh, there are a lot of things that I can name off on a list. Definitely for the ones in Maryland that have been problems for my parents for years. Mm-hmm. But for the Maryland USPS specifically the District Heights one, PG County one, to hold on for your Fitbit, they got it on December 9th. Mm-hmm. And for them to still not have delivered it on January 3rd, mm-hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, so dysfunctional government offices are for sure my pet peeve in all of December. It has been so frustrating to me. And Corlin particularly had a really negative experience with the small business association yeah so i'm i was trying to sign up to be an 8a uh contractor like an official minority owned business contractor for the government they set up so many roadblocks so many instances to try and stop minorities from getting it that it's not it it's unnecessary Mm -hmm. so it was a huge problem that they needed this they needed that now all of a sudden i get through guys, sam.gov probably almost a hundred hours trying to yes. make, get qualified for this program absolutely easily easily like literally submitting his past year's tax returns like everything you could ask for he had to submit they needed good standings and i'm 
I'm incorporated in Delaware, so I had to pay Delaware to send a, a certification, like a, a notary that says I'm in good standings with them, like pay taxes and everything else. Like I went through hours and hours of a process to then get to like the government approved me. Let mm -hmm. me let's mind that the government said, yes, you're good to go. Go talk to the Small Business Administration and they'll actually give you the stamp of approval. I get to them and all of a sudden they tell me like, oh, no, you need two years of, to be in business. You can't just start right away. You need to be in business for two years uh, and you need to have the business tax to show it. And yeah. I email the business opportunity uh, developers for all 50 states. Mm -hmm. Two of them got back to me. And both of them told me, we can't assist. Well, one said, let's talk after the new year. Mm -hmm. I'll contact you after the new year and we can go from there. But there's nothing she could do because they do say online there is a waiver that they will let you go through if you're in the tech but industry. you have to pay for the waiver. But you got to pay for the waiver. You got to pay $1,000 for that waiver to waive the fact that you've been in business for less than two years. Then the other young lady, the one that's in Maryland, said, there's nothing we can do. After two years, contact us back, but I can't assist you. Yo, man, I, my email's clear. It's, I would like help and assistance with the 8A program or the waiver, assist me and walk me through the waiver. And also, I would like to discuss with, discuss with you business opportunities in your area. Because even if I don't get the 8A program, I still wanna be able to work with you on yeah. developing my business in your area. Absolutely. Yeah, man, they set up so much red tape to get that. They set up this so much red tape everywhere. This is literally the epitome of institutionalized racism to me because I'm like, you say, oh yeah, we have a program to assist minority businesses, but you put the bar so high that it's inaccessible yeah, it doesn't to anybody. Help. I mean, at, after two years, businesses either fold or they're, they're already steam, they're already rolling. Yeah. So at that point, I don't need yep. your assistance at that point. Absolutely. So they've put so many different, and, and again, it's not, I've put it in the most simplest way possible. But you have to understand, I've gone through so much paperwork and purchasing the money that I didn't have, I end up spending money that I don't have on gathering paperwork to give to Sam.gov. They say go, like you're great, solid. I can This I is after they it. rejected you several times. Yes, they rejected me several times and asked me for paperwork that they don't ask on the original application. So I'm thinking, screw it. I'm gonna get you this paperwork, da da da, bam, bam, bam and I'll be able to be a government contractor because they pay somebody uh, $8 million to be a graphic designer for the year for the Navy. And I'm thinking, let's do it. They green light it. I get to the SBA, Small Business Administration, and they say no. That's Come so, on, man. So yeah, frustrating. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm not No, I just... That. That has been a real downer of December for us. Just a real downer is government. Um, just really not being there to help us. So, bummer, bummer. Um, things that we're loving. Um, oh my goodness. Ah, uh, goodness. Where do we, where would I'm trying to think of where I should start? Things I'm loving. Well, I did get my Fitbit back. Thank goodness for that. Cortland. You bought a new one. I bought a new one. Okay at the Costco. Now, this probably falls into the category of things that Court's hating because I'm obsessed with my Fitbit and I talk yeah, about it every day. Oh my, we were going on walks and it was so nice. We were just chilling. We were talking. She's looking around. She was enjoying it. Mm -hmm. 
she gets her Fitbit back the same day. Now all of a sudden she's looking down. She's more focused on the speed of her walk, the amount of time that she walks. She's looking at her watch every minute to make sure she's hitting the right pace. So it's no longer an experience for the both of us. It's really just I'm her her personal security and I'm trying to keep up with her pace. That's exactly what it is. That's what it feels like. Listen, I'm just trying to hit my goals here, okay? Right, right, right. You know? So yeah, you love having your Fitbit back. I love having it back. Um, Gosh, um, things that I'm loving. I love working out outside. Uh, love Costco. We went yesterday. Um, I just felt like I was in heaven again. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just really excited for the new year. I just I love New Year's Day in the way it really helps you, you know, cleanse the previous year and just start over fresh um, with new intentions. And that's something that Court and I both really love. Um, Court does a lot of really cool cleansing tasks for the new year. Oh, absolutely. I would love for you to share what you do at the end of every year. Uh, so I'll actually be doing that today and tomorrow as well. Uh, I go through every text message mm-hmm. that I have. It's hundreds, obviously, from, from throughout the year. Uh, any ones that I haven't answered, mm-hmm. I'll answer. Any ones that said something about subscribe or no to no more subscribe text message I'll undo those uh, and then I'll message some of the people that even though the message are read or even though I've spoken to them already but people from the lot that I used to work with mm-hmm. I'll message them at wish them a happy new year uh, and then just kind of message them catch up with them uh, but I delete a lot of them I delete a lot of them. Also, I make sure every single email that I'm in control of goes down to zero in terms of read or unread. I already operate on a Sam Walton sundown rule, so a lot of people I have messaged already saying, hey, let's follow up or I'll follow up with you, da-da-da, but a lot of them are spam now. A lot of emails that that I get are spam or some of them are even informational, so I've sent them from myself. So like TikTok SEO advice. I've sent that to myself. Uh, some Instagram workout video, I've sent it to myself. So things like that, I need to save down onto my hard drive. So I go through that. Yeah, I, I purge a lot of stuff. Clothes, I'll toss out. Cables, I got a lot of cables over there I'll do. Uh, sh- I'm going to shave my, my hair. I'm going to cut my hair off, majority of it. I'm shaving my face. I don't know. I, I think of every New Year is a, is a, a, a building block almost in a sense. I don't really think of it as a refresh. I, I kind of treat New Year's as like, yo, you've already, you built the foundation here. All right, let's build on top of that. Mm-hmm. Keep the same characteristics, keep the same uh, kind of habits, but then let's 10X them or let's step up from that. Let's build on top of that. So that's kind of how I think ever since maybe about 2016, 2015, that's, that's how I've always viewed the New Year. It's just build on top of it. It's not a refresh at all. So I don't, I I stay away from any post that has to do with like, oh my God, I screwed up already. Can we start 2022? Like those people I remove immediately from my feed. Mm-hmm. The people that say, oh my, uh, new year, new me, remove from the feed. Because you've said, most likely you've said that every single year. And I don't want to be around someone that's, or it's soaking in their content that thinks every year is going to be a brand new year for them where it's going to be completely different somehow where it's like, nah, you're in control of that. 
You could start any day. It doesn't have you to could be start January any day. 1st. You yeah. don't got to start on Monday. You ain't got to start on the the first of the month. Like you can start today. Yeah. So we got here on the 31st. I ran. I went running. Mm-hmm. I could have made it a New Year's thing. Mm-hmm. Or I can just start as early as possible because I'm more focused on March when we go on our honeymoon than I am on January 1st. Mm-hmm. Like January 1st is any other. It's just made up just like any other holiday in my head. Mm-hmm. Like all of these holidays and all of these New Year's things, they're all made up anyways. Like they're just random dates. Yeah, but I mean we have this time to, you know to reorganize everything so we feel incredibly organized and in having to live this kind of somewhat minimalist life here with the items that we do have and you know our technology like there we have the time right now to really cleanse that and purge and just and we did a huge purge when we left when Mm -hmm. we left boston Mm -hmm. oh my gosh yes uh, and I think that when we move into a new place, we'll even look at the stuff that we did have before and purge it again. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we can survive with what we fit in our car. Fine. You know, why do we need those extra... For me, why do I need all those extra clothes? Like, you know? Um, so it definitely has taught us to be minimalist in a way and to know where everything is. Like, it's important we know where all of our stuff is right. and that what we have here with us is you know, valuable. And so now he's taught me, like, we, we kind of have that every month. We purge the food in the fridge, meaning that like we finish what we have or we, uh, like we eat it or we toss it. We don't just bring it to the next location. Right. Um, and that's just helped us be really efficient. Um, and so he purges his technology. He goes through all of his photos to get rid of like ones that he doesn't need there. And I think that the technology purging uh, that I've learned from him has been really helpful. Yeah, because a lot of photos, we you think we take hundreds of photos and mm-hmm. we look at it that one time and we think in the moment, like, we're going to look at it forever. But then it's like, no, man, we never see that photo again. The photos that Court takes on his phone are all just photos of me in my natural habitat. The candid photos, man, I love them. I hate planned photos. That's why I hate it. I'm not a fan of family photos like that unless they're just... Everyone in a natural state, we're chilling. We all decide to circle about and we just take quick photos. Doing the whole get together fancy and structure, I, no, I'm not for it, man. Mm-hmm. Because to me, that, that's not a genuine sense of us as a family. Like, I would much rather everyone just wearing whatever they want. Let's circle up. Let's get a few photos done and then be out, be done. Because you don't need 20 photos to get the point across. You need... Maybe four or five photos. Yeah. I we I put some photos up on our wedding photos up on the fridge here to make it feel a little more homey. Yeah, those are in the trash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we encourage you, purge your technology, clean it out. Um, it really makes you feel really refreshed. Um, but yeah, that's all I have for you guys this week. Um, and next time we talk, we'll be... Uh, Definitely live in that Gulfport lifestyle. Oh, my goodness. I'm getting a golf cart. <laughs> I'm going to put, like, streaming lights on the inside of it. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to probably get a dog, too. I see a lot of people with dogs. I'm going to get a nice no. dog, you know. Oh, man. Walk oh. about. All right. We'll talk to you guys next time. All right, Happy Peace. New Year. Bye.
we'd love to hear from our listeners. We randomly select questions to read at the end of every show. You can submit one at my website, elizabethmroche.com slash lucyland. To stay in touch, my Instagram handle is at elizabethmroche, E-L-I-S-A-B-E-T-H-M-R-O-C-H-E. And mine is at Cortland Bluford, C-O-U-R-T-L-A-N-D-B-L-U-F-O-R-D. We'll link to images, videos, and other content related to this episode in the show notes. Thank you for listening. And if you like the show, please subscribe, plus rate us in the app store, and share it with family and friends. Talk to you next time. Bye.